0: You're listening to the Rod Langway Fan Club.
1: Hello friends, welcome to the Rod Langway Fan Club podcast, Trade Deadline Edition. I am your host Jeff Rollman with my co-host Mark Cheknita. Hey, hey, hey. And John Snowden. Hello. And another trade deadline is in the books, boys. Uh, what did you guys think of this one?
0: Well, I mean, it wasn't a very hyped up trade deadline. There was obviously COVID that put a damper on things. Uh, The quarantine was in effect, so we thought we might not see as much movement, but I think it turned out to be okay.
2: Yeah, uh, the other problem was that a lot of teams were really tight to the cap, Uh, but we did see a new trend that has emerged, and that's third-party teams coming in and eating salary to facilitate these trades. So both the Red Wings and the Sharks, who had cap space, took on Partial salaries to help out the Leafs and to help out the Tampa Bay Lightning as well. So this could become a trend.
1: Yes, I wonder if the NHL will crack down on that, if it gets
2: any worse.
0: Yeah, I think if it goes out of control and you get you know four or five team trades and they just (laughs) filter players through, um, that that would be a problem. But you never know.
2: Hey, if it helps more trades happen, then I'm all for it. Sure. sure. So we had a
1: former MVP, Taylor Hall, uh, traded from the Buffalo Sabres to the Boston Bruins. What do you guys think of this deal?
2: Well, it's funny because I think when Taylor Hall signed with the Sabres for one year, we all had this in the back of our minds that he would be traded if things went south in Buffalo, and boy, did they ever. Uh, Pretty underwhelmed with the return, though. Uh, All they were able to get was a second-round pick and mid-level roster player, bubble player, maybe Anders Bjork. Yeah, I I was
0: very, very surprised to see how little they got. Uh, On the other hand, though, I mean, Hall had two goals. Which is pretty remarkable. His value could not possibly be any lower. Um, So, I mean, he's probably playing on the best team he's ever played for in his career. Do you expect to see an improvement in this game?
1: Hopefully he helps the Bruins because, boy, do they ever need some help on forward depth.
2: Yeah, uh, the Bruins are in a fight for their playoff lives, so I can't see this hurting their chances. Um, But I'm not sure this was the guy for them to go get.
0: He might not be the perfect fit, but I do think he'll have an impact. They've needed some secondary scoring, and uh, Taylor Hall, right from his draft year when he was drafted uh, by the Edmonton Oilers, he always wanted to to
2: play in Boston. So maybe he'll be a little extra motivated this time around. So he's going to get either David Krejci or Patrice Bergeron as a centerman. So that's going to make a big difference, I think. Yeah, I think the next trade though we got to talk about is probably the biggest surprise of the deadline. Nobody had this on their radar. The Detroit Red Wings part ways with Anthony Mantha, but they got a King's ransom for him. So what did they get coming back there, John? Well, they got Jacob Vrana, which, I mean,
0: a a lot of people might say is kind of an equivalent player. I mean, he's a little bit younger than Mantha, surprisingly. But they also got Richard Panik and a first and second round pick, first being in 2021 and then the second being next year in 2022. So what do we think about this?
2: Well, I know that Washington had soured on Jacob Vrana. They'd been you know, playing him on the third and fourth lines. He was down to like 12 minutes per game. Um, but to give up a first and a second round pick for Anthony Mantha, who's had his own struggles in Detroit this season, he's also been stapled to the bench at various points throughout the season. I don't know. I guess they figure he's bigger. Um, he's flashed probably a higher upside. I guess they just thought a change was necessary as they move into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to look really good um, playing with some of those superstars in Washington.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Um, but you know, on the other side of this, I really like this for Stevie Wye and the Detroit Red Wings. I mean, getting a couple early picks, solid player like Rana and a veteran, you know, kind of two-way guy like Richard Panic. I think it's a great trade for for both teams.
2: Yeah, no, I I like it better for Detroit, but Mm. uh, if Mantha helps Washington go on a deep run, then uh, I could change my tune on that. Sure. Okay, well, next up we have defending Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay
0: Lightning acquiring David Savard for a first-round draft pick. What do we think about this here, boys?
2: Yeah, they played a uh, heavy price to get him, but I feel like this is going to put them over the top. Uh, this Look at their d now. You've got Victor Hedman, who's probably going to play with Savard, it sounds like. He's a good stay-at-home presence. Uh, your second pairing is going to be Ryan McDonough paired with Eric Chernock, which means that Mikhail Sergachev is now down to your third pairing, probably playing with Yanni Ruda. That is an elite defense core. It sure
0: is. Yeah, in front of a great goalie and a outstanding forward squad that is missing their, probably their best player, Nikita Kucherov, who's due to come back come playoff time. So watch out. I mean, they could be uh, primed for a repeat here. Yeah, they're the team to beat, I think. This just puts them over the top. Well, I mean, uh, I think we would definitely be remiss if we didn't mention your team, Jeff. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs making a bunch of splashes, yeah. big, big and small.
1: Yeah, they acquire veteran Nick Foligno from the Columbus Blue Jackets for a first-round pick in 2021 and a fourth-rounder in 2022. Um, He's kind of everything the Leafs are looking for. Uh, They need a gritty two-way forward, and they got him. He's also a great leader.
2: Yeah, one of those players that always shows up better in the playoffs when things get dirtier and tougher down low. Um, He's had the experience of being in playoff runs before, Mm. and uh, they did pay a pretty penny to get him giving up a first- and fourth-round pick. Uh, partially because they did have to get a little bit of help from the Sharks to eat salary. But I think this is going to work out really well for them. Uh, maybe not the sexiest acquisition like a Taylor Hall, but I think he could be just as valuable, if not more so, to yeah, the Leafs. Yeah, if
0: not more so, I would say, especially for a team like the Leafs that has just been known to to flop in the playoffs. Um, you know, he's had that uh, crazy upset against the Tampa Bay Lightning two years ago. Uh, he was He was a significant part of that Columbus team. And so, uh, yeah, a great piece for the Leafs. But they didn't stop there.
1: No, they also picked up uh, goaltender David Riddick from the Calgary Flames. Big save, Dave.
2: Yeah, I wonder what this says about the health of Freddie Anderson as playoffs near. Do you think he'll be ready? Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, they've been getting great goaltending right now from
1: Jack Campbell. But uh, Riddick is a nice insurance policy if uh, Freddie's not back.
2: Yeah, as we saw last year in the playoffs, it's good to have three goalies. Because, I mean, look what happened to Colorado. Yeah,
1: they got down to Hutch. Yeah, that's. And the Leafs didn't want to be in the same position. (laughs) Michael Hutch. No offense, he's played pretty well this year for us. Yes,
0: he has. Yeah. Uh, I I think some people were a little surprised that maybe the Leafs didn't make a bigger splash on the back end. Uh, They got Ben Hutton, which is. Fine. I mean, you
2: can... Yeah, a, you probably hole, don't want him playing hole. regular minutes, but um, as a seventh defenseman, not bad.
0: Yeah, but they didn't really address that need for some, some solid depth on the on the the back end, on the de- de- defense. So uh, is Felino enough to... Yeah,
1: well, they also picked up Riley Nash, sure. another uh, veteran from the Columbus Blue Jackets, who is currently injured. It's hard
2: to say if he's even going to play for the Leafs, but he could be good on the fourth line, solid on draws. Yeah, I mean, if they go deep in the playoffs, he might be ready, if not for the first round, maybe the second or third round, if they go that deep, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I thought the Leafs would have probably gotten a, more, uh, a better defenseman, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, all things considering, I think they should be pretty happy with their trade haul.
0: I think they're looking pretty good on paper, i got to say. Sure. Well, uh, a team that uh, the Rod Langway Fan Club podcast decided would be along for the ride in
2: our second podcast of the season, um, Florida Panthers. Made a couple moves? Yeah, I was surprised to see them get Sam Bennett. I know that Calgary's been looking to trade him for ages. Um, I didn't think Florida would be a team that would come knocking, and they paid quite a bit for him, actually, giving up a second-round pick and a prospect. But uh, he is a guy that plays kind of gritty hockey, more suited for the playoffs, so that might work out for them.
0: Yeah, I think he's been a pretty solid depth forward throughout his career here. Um, He probably hasn't panned out exactly how Calgary was hoping, for a 6th overall pick, but I do think he could be a pretty decent con- contributor for Florida in the playoffs.
1: And the loss of um, Aaron Ekblad on the defense was a huge blow to Florida. They tried to soften it a little bit uh, with uh, Brandon Montour coming in from the Buffalo Sabres for a 3rd round pick.
2: Yeah, the last few weeks here Buffalo's finally been starting to win some hockey games and Montour has been one of their better defensemen, so I think this was a good pickup for Florida, only costing them a 3rd rounder. I think that's a good value. Yeah, I mean, much like uh, you know, Taylor
0: Hall and a bunch of other Buffalo Sabres this year, Montour has not played well at all, but he was a pretty solid Anaheim Duck, and people were quite excited when he first went to Buffalo. So maybe
2: you know, getting another kick at the can here in Florida will serve him well and the team well. Yeah, another contending team. Uh, I would say maybe the second most likely to win the Cup behind the Lightning is the Colorado Avalanche, and they beefed up uh, all three areas: one forward, one defenseman, one goaltender. Bringing back Carl Soderberg, I think he's a good depth centerman. Patrick Nemeth is a pretty good uh, defensive defenseman. And, well, Devin Dubnik does give them another goaltending option.
1: Yeah, I thought that the, the goaltending move was an interesting one. Um, uh, Pavel Fransos is looks like he could be done for the year. They ended up uh, getting um, Johansson. Yeah, he did uh, have a Buffalo shutout the other day shutout. as well, yeah. Uh, but I guess uh, they decided to bring in the veteran, Devin Dubnik, and uh, I don't know, not a bad move, I guess.
2: Yeah, you can never have too many goalies come playoff time. Well, especially a team like Colorado. They've, they learned that last year. Yeah, are, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: And I mean, you know, much like the Leafs, they're looking primed for a deep run, um, so they've shored
2: up every position yeah. possible. Got to get some more foot soldiers for the long battle.
0: Yep. How about the New York Islanders? They made
1: a couple of nice additions.
2: Yeah, uh, I think the guys they got, they targeted, uh, you know, New Jersey as a team that, you know, no quarantine necessary, just down the road, uh, getting Travis Zajac and um, Palmieri as well. That's Those are two players that I think fit really nicely into their system. Good, honest players that work hard. And uh, I think this is the Islanders kind of trade that you'll see them make. Yeah, maybe uh, not the sexiest players, but uh.
0: absolutely. But they're not the sexiest team, are they? I they mean are. Zajac and Paul Mary, I think, will fit perfectly on this team. Right in the trot system, um, they can play a bunch of positions. Paul Mary can play. He's get you know. He's got some grit. He's got some scoring. He can play on the power play. He can kill penalties. Great players for the New York Islanders.
1: And even less sexier now that uh, Lou Lamorella made him shave his beard. Paul Mary's beard. Oh yeah that's, yeah, that's a tough break. <laughs> no, no beards allowed. And Mark, you really like to move the Vegas Golden Knights made, yeah?
2: Yeah, uh, I think they made a nice under-the-radar acquisition in getting Matias Janmark out of Chicago. Now, it did cost them a second- and third-round pick, but this is a really solid two-way hockey player. You can trust him on your third line. I think he'll play really important minutes for them in the playoffs. And how about Jeff Carter? He was traded by the LA Kings to the Pittsburgh Penguins for a third-
1: and a fourth-rounder.
2: Yeah, his best days are behind him, but he can still snipe them. And if you put him on the right line, maybe get him on the second line power play unit, he could make some noise for the Penguins. And I think, I mean, they've been really strong in the second half. So Absolutely. And uh, no lack of Stanley Cup experience
0: there with Jeff Carter either. Um, you know, multi-positional guy as well. So he might be a player for them. And what about your team, Mark, the Montreal Canadiens? What did you think of the deals that
1: they made?
2: Yeah, another classic bargain bin Bergevin kind of deadline. Uh, They pick up a couple of depth defensemen, uh, John Merrill, Eric Gustafson, one defensive defenseman, one offensive defenseman. I'm not sure either of them will make a big difference, but uh, they did move on from Victor Mete, so they needed something on the back end.
0: And John, what about the Winnipeg Jets? Well, I mean, uh, people were saying that the Jets needed a defenseman, which is uh, not, not true. We didn't uh, land the biggest fish with David Savard, and uh, we went for a smaller fish. Well, he's, he's a big man. A big hairy fish. A big hairy fish, yeah. Uh, Jamie Ben's brother, Jordy Ben. We got Jordy Ben. Yeah. So uh, I'm reasonably happy with that. Uh, you know, I'm glad that the Winnipeg Jets didn't go out and overreach, because I don't think they're thinking to, that they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. So I'm glad mm-hmm. they made a move to shore up the defense, and we'll see how it goes uh, throughout the playoff run.
2: Well, uh, we've gone through pretty much all the trades of note. Who do you guys think is the biggest winner of this deadline then? I don't really
1: feel like there's any slam dunk winners this year. Um, I don't know. I really don't feel like teams made moves that move the needle that much personally.
2: No, hey. Well, I'm going to say it's your Leafs, Jeff. Uh, It sickens me to say it. But uh, I really do think that Nick Foligno was exactly the player that they needed. David Riddick provides uh, some more goaltending depth. And I think Riley Nash, if he pans out and gets healthy in time, he's shown that he's a playoff performer as well. So uh, you guys look poised to take the North Division. And if you get into the Final Four, anything's possible.
1: Are we recording that? Did we just get Mark saying that? It's,
2: okay, yeah, we okay, are great. on the air. Yeah, yeah I'm just hedging my bets if they win. Okay. At least I can say I was right. But John, uh, they are the Leafs after John, all. John, what those.
0: about you? Well, Limits? I mean, I would almost, almost agree with Mark. I mean, the problem with the Toronto Maple Leafs is they always lose in the first round. So, yeah, this year to the Habs hopefully. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm expecting that, that tradition to continue and you know, I, I'm not a big fan of the trade deadline. So I'm going to pick the team that uh, made no moves of note. I'm going to go with the Carolina Hurricanes.
2: Ah, but the jokes on you. They did add uh Hawk and Paw oh, I from like Manheim big big boy. Yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah, he likes to hit the other <laughs> players. He does. Yeah, I was a little surprised
1: uh, that they didn't do much, but that's your winner, yeah?
0: Well, I mean, I think that they're looking at their windows being open for a long time, and this is probably not their year. It's a weird year. Right? Why Why it, isn't it their year? Well, it could be, but it's a weird year to double down. I mean, you got COVID going crazy. Nobody knows what's going to happen, so why risk future assets on a year that nobody knows the outcome? Maybe they
1: should have gotten a fourth goalie. Yeah, the four-headed goaltending monster. That's
2: not a good idea.
0: Or they could have pulled, like, Chicago
1: Blackhawks. They don't know what direction they're going. Were they buyers or sellers? So many trades, right? Uh, I don't know. Small trades. Very uh,
0: busy there. Yeah, interesting. Interesting path for the Chicago Blackhawks. I wonder if Taves will come back. Yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll see.
1: Well, that was a lot of fun. Guys,
2: um we have our stretch run show coming out shortly. Yeah, should be out in about a week or so from now, so uh stay tuned because the best has yet to come. Thanks for joining us, and I hope you had yourselves a time. Well I I, I hope you had yourselves a time, hope you had yourselves a time, hope, hope you had time, 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 sell the time hope you had you had